This isn't the show I had planned today, but it's what you're getting. I had planned something totally different, a little bit bigger. It took a little longer to produce. And uh, yeah, probably going to be up after this sometime within a fraction of forever. <clears throat> uh, the world is crazy. We talked about, uh, you know, getting back to normal for concert life with um, this post-COVID uh, world, you know, that there's no real cure or treatment, you know, they're making ground, but it's affecting the metal bands and bands in general because they make their money on live performances. Um, one of these uh, things are um, they're doing drive-in theaters, drive-in concerts. You know, and I've seen footage from those. Don't look very fun to me. Uh, they built a socially distanced concert venue, and it just looks like a like an amphitheater. And then it has these like, you know, when you go to like a big amphitheater, outdoor amphitheater, and they have these platforms where they have the mixing boards and stuff, and it's above the seats, so they they kind of obstruct the view. <laughs> if you're like on the lawn. Or in the in the, the mezzanine, so yeah, it, it looks like a bunch of those platforms just spread out, and <clears throat> you know, there's you know uh, data suggesting that the COVID potentially could be a little more airborne than we think. Now the data is not a hundred percent sure, but you know that might not be the case. Now they do, data does suggest that it's a little harder to contract in open areas but it's still it's still a real factor but yeah it looked weird it was just a big field with a bunch of platforms on it and a stage um the platforms itself were like these little modules where you had people in it it looked about four five people i don't know they they, they had talked about doing you know groups of 20 in the thing but if they're all strangers and they don't share your personal risk factor tolerance i don't know how that'll be but ultimately if you're going to a concert or a bar or a club like you're expecting to catch something like you talk about coachella <laughs> it's like people showed up they didn't even fuck and they had fucking herpes you know and that that's what happens in places like coachella and you know bars and yeah, some concert venues too. I mean, not even you're just packed in, and that's part of the 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 fun. We've all heard about the the nerd flu after Comic Con, you know, like it, it, that's that's part of the game. Like, cut the fucking shit, fun, more research, and let's get over this shit so we can go to concerts. It, it's so weird. While we're on the subject of the COVID, um. Sully Erna, uh, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but that's how it feels natural to me. And it's a pronoun, so I could call it whatever I want. But he did a podcast thing, and uh, he's he's the front man for Godsmack, you know, one of those uh, late 90s grunge wannabe bands. Uh, they, they had some good tunes, I'm not going to lie, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed their music, the first two albums. Uh, anything after that, I, I didn't really listen to. But, he, you know, he's noted for having his music be uh, army 
and Navy uh, recruitment music. But um, he he has uh, he has thoughts on the coronavirus, and you know usually I could be snarky and say this genius has a has thoughts, but you know it, his thoughts aren't. I don't think they're a hundred percent true, but they might be a little valid. I kind of seen everything play out. It kind of is not that far fetched. I'm not gonna hundred percent agree with it. But I'm not going to call him an idiot either. But um, he goes, this is one of his quotes on there. It says, uh, it's so politically driven, it may not be gone completely, but we're going to see exactly where this country stands. You watch, you watch though. On November 4th, we'll, we'll see exactly what's going on. If Donald Trump stays in office, COVID's going to be a big, messy pain in the ass. And there's going to be more people burning down Wendy's fucking restaurants. If Trump... If Trump fucking is gone, all of a sudden they're going to have this miracle vaccine that those fucking liars have been holding on to. He's talking about the Repo the Democrats there, I assume. He goes, um, uh, he goes, right now the people that are trying to make noise are the people that are afraid that they're going to have the right president so they can control the president to do what they need to do in the country. So what what they're doing is trying they're trying to make as much noise as they can to say oh Trump's going down and Joe Biden is the guy but what I hope is going on is that when it comes time for the election I hope all the people that are silent right now just bombard this thing and make sure <laughs> that at least uh, he says uh, I don't care if Trump stays or goes but do not let Biden control this country because if Biden controls this country He's not really controlling it. It's all the people pulling his puppet strings that are going to control it. I guarantee we're going to be really close to losing this country if that dude gets in office. As, as opposed to now. Huh? Um, what used to be one of the greatest countries in the world right now is an embarrassment. People are laughing at us all over the globe. Even the crazy countries that we sit uh, that we sit there and watch the news sometimes because they're beheading people and doing this radical shit and we're like, wow, man, I don't want to live over there. Now all of a sudden those countries look at us and they're like, what the fuck is going on in America right now? Those people are out of their mind. And, you know, he, he's kind of right, but I don't think, like, he that argument could easily be said about Donald Trump too. <laughs> like, it, it's not a, it's pretty much any president is more or less a fucking puppet. To the corporations and lobbyists and you know it's the senators and congressmen that we got to worry about more than the fucking president because they're gonna push their shit the moment donald trump signed something is because it went through the, the the other houses first and even the democrats uh, uh you know unless it's a, a an executive order they all approved so uh, his argument while it does make some kind of sense it, it it's not it applies to both sides and some of what he said about the COVID, i can kind of see people utilizing that as a tool uh while it is a real threat and danger it, it is somewhat sensationalized and i feel that people are using it to their advantage um metallica is off to some potentially shady shit here. I, this is a breaking news story I just got right now. It's from metalinjection.net. 
Metallica reportedly involved in multi-million dollar purchases of artist catalogs. It says Metallica and their co-manager Cliff Bernstein are rumored to be involved in an intellectual property acquisition venture called Worldwide Music IP Fund. According to Variety, the fund also reportedly involves Morgan Stanley investment banker Paul Donahue, ex-Fender president and COO Matt Jonapal, and ex-Sony ATV co-president Rick Krim. Here's a quote from, uh, <clears throat> let's see here. I don't know who this quote is from, but it says, uh, a source stressed that the venture was not directly inspired by the start of Hypnosis Song, which has spent over one billion buying up hit songwriter and producer catalogs in just two years. However, that company has certainly proven and driven up the value of song catalogs. Hypnosis was uh, co-founded by former Elton John, Beyonce, Iron Maiden manager, Merc Mercurides. Uh, he purchased catalogs from songwriters and producers, including Timbaland, Eurythmics, Dave Stewart, The Dream, The Chainsmokers, and several dozen others. Uh, it says here, no word on what the full scope of Worldwide Music IP Fund is, or what Metallica plans on doing with the fund. You can read the full report at Variety. Um... Yeah, that is a little tricky. I always get scared when I see something like that. Because, um, <clears throat> you know, we saw it happen with the Beatles catalog, Michael Jackson. And uh, that's the first thing that comes to mind. But it could be something a little less sinister, <laughs> you know. It could be... Uh, I, I, I can't see Metallica doing something that sinister. But who knows? I mean, you don't get to be the top of the fucking food chain in a fucking genre of music that is not marketable and be bigger selling than a lot of pop acts so i'm sure they might have some nefarious thoughts or ideas on what to do but i don't know <laughs> i hope it's not the case uh you know in this world of of people speaking up against racism and injustice metallica has been one of the the loudest voices that has remained silent to me <laughs> like it, it's a little i'm not asking them to pick a side or anything but it's just their <coughs> their uh lack of saying anything is, is a little weird uh, i know there's we'll get this into a, a later episode but there is a, a movement called metal versus racism and you know, they get bands and stuff to talk about it, but Metallica's always been silent. You know, the guys that wrote Injustice for All and Disposable Heroes and Fight Fire with Fire, uh, they're not taking political sides. But, I mean, if you want to say the music speaks for them, then, yeah, I mean, Injustice for All, <laughs> that's that's the one. But we don't know that yet. And, uh, yeah, but they're, they're reportedly they're doing these acquisitions but not speaking up i don't know it just seems weird to me does it seem weird to you i don't know it's it it just seems weird to me what, what do you want from me uh let's see here what else is in this oh nickelback slipknot tool and a bunch of other brands got about a hundred and fifty thousand dollars in loans due to the Payment protection plan. Uh, it says the the U.S. the U.S. announced that Paycheck Protection Program 
It was a stimulus program designed for companies to retain employees amid inactivity during the global coronavirus pandemic. <clears throat> um, the Trump administration released information on businesses that received over $150,000 in loans. But yeah, Tool, not Touring LLC, Slipknot, which is listed with 30 employees, got that. Papa Roach got over 150000 for eight employees. Um, Tool Touring Inc. got it, but they don't list how many employees. Sammy Hagar's Red Rocker Touring uh, got it with uh, 22 employees. Uh, Tesla Touring it lists 24 employees. Other artist-related companies listed in include Pearl Jam Touring, Seven Dust Touring, Skillet Touring, Switchfoot Touring, and Weezer Touring. Uh, the Disturbed Touring is listed in the $350,000 and $1 million range. So I don't know how many people they employ. But it's one of those things. Like, they have road people that were supposed to go on tour. Like, <laughs> this hits this shit pandemic hit right before the touring season for a lot of these bands and those people you know people put their whole lives on hold to go now you know the argument can be said it's like well their life was on hold it's still on hold <laughs> but you know they were getting paid for it before um yeah it it, it it's weird I, like it's weird that that's what we're reporting on here but it is a, a metal show um, there's a lot more companies that got a lot more money for a lot that, you know, shouldn't have needed that money. But, eh, if the authoritative bureaucracy decided they get a certain amount, that's who am I to fight it? Nobody, that's it. That's who. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Heard talked about uh, Ozzy Osbourne not doing well. <laughs> Yeah, Ozzy Osbourne's not doing well. He is... He had a bunch of, of injuries. Uh, he, he fell off <laughs> his staircase. I don't know why I'm laughing. I can just picture it as like a blooper in the Osbournes. But uh, it reignited this concussion that gave him par Parkinson's. And yeah, that he, before that he had pneumonia. Before that he had a weird fucked up infection on his finger. Uh, it seems like he's got a lot of health issues. And, I mean, the guy's old, and he didn't live a zen, healthy lifestyle. And, and you know, I thank him for it, because I don't know where I'd be if I'd never heard Black Sabbath. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, he, he, Nikki Six is one of his longtime friends. They've remained friends since their uh, 1980s era motley crew first world tour ozzy gave them the big break to to travel the world and they've remained friends and somebody asked on twitter is like hey nikki is 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 uncle oz doing good you know talking about ozzy and nikki replied in his words he just said hey i heard from somebody in his inner circle that he's not doing well and i hope he's doing well i hope he gets you know he gets through it now, I don't know what not doing well means. You know, now in Corona era, like, not doing well is, is bad. Like, I just heard, found out one of my favorite comic artists has it with his whole family. He just had a kid about, honestly, about three years ago. The little kids got it. His new wife has it. And it's fucked up. Uh, you know, 
I, I haven't heard from him in a while, like on social media. Like I didn't see any work or anything, and I didn't think much of it. <laughs> he announced that he came positive, full on COVID nineteen. Um, and, and yeah, it, it even like some of my clients, you know, I took a week off because it's July fourth. I don't trust people to be safe. I I expect them to take to want to celebrate and get together with family and have burgers and beer. Like that's normal. I'm not gonna say don't do it, but I am gonna say don't come to my barber shop the very next day after you potentially have been exposed. So I just closed the shop for a week. I didn't tell them don't come in. Nothing like I just closed the shop for a week. But you get these clients and they're like, hey. Can I get a haircut? And I said, well, uh, I'm actually, I'll be back next week. I don't want to tell them why. I don't want to get into like, oh, it's a hoax. It's fake. You, you, you're a pussy. Like, I don't want to get into all that because the fact of the matter is like, yeah, maybe I am a fucking pussy, but I'm the fucking pussy with the keys to the barbershop and the scissors to cut your fucking hair. And I'm not going to fucking do it this week. But yeah, I just, you know, they're like, oh, are you okay? Do you have COVID? You know, like. It's like I get that a lot It's weird I just I didn't Think I gave off that vibe By not showing up But I guess it speaks to how Diligent I am To My job (laughs) That I don't miss But Yeah Here I go Humbly bragging That's why I started this podcast To humbly brag But yeah That is Um the, the, the sad truth of this world is like somebody says they're not doing well my mind immediately goes to covid and i hope that's not the case with ozzy uh i i want him to be well uh where are we here but yeah uh i guess that's it for today i was supposed to be planning a racism special fraction of forever racism special uh because there is a lot of polarization in uh, the fandom in, in the community right now. There's a lot of people that are like, you know, you get these old Lives Matter people that are saying all lives matter because they're offended by Black Lives Matter in, in Metal 2. And it's like, well, it, you know, it, it's a little weird seeing it from your fellow metalheads. So I figured I'd dedicate a whole podcast to that dynamic, but it, it took a little longer to produce. And, uh, yeah, hopefully you'll get that next week, but if not, you'll get it the week after that. Maybe look, hopefully by then racism is over and it'll be a out of touch episode, but I doubt it. (laughs) It's going to take a little longer to end racism than a fraction of forever. 